Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are directly to your favorite stars. All right, guys. I want to make sure that you're treating your feet right with Bombas socks. Bombas makes the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Yes, I can attest to that because I was someone who didn't think much about socks prior to all of this. And now it's probably the most comfortable piece of my wardrobe. They're just so plush and so cozy. But the best part is, is they do more than just keep your feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. Because for every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. And the generosity of Bombas customers have allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 giving partners. And the impact is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, a small comfort that's especially important right now. That's right. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash adulting. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adulting for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash adulting. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio Dan. What a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adult Can you cut this? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> What's up, mother fathers? Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father, the podcast slash video version. Um, if you'd rather watch it, we're dropping this on YouTube. So if you're watching this right now, you already know that that's happened because that's what you're watching. Anyways, happy Tuesday. Hope you guys are having a good week. I know things are still a little bit crazy, crazy. She thinks I'm crazy. It doesn't matter. We're all crazy. Okay. We're moving on. Anyways, this is adulting like a mother, father. We're going to mix it up. I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. You are Daniela Monet, the mother. And we are both adult take it away um if you're an adult or just trying to be one this is the show for you <sighs> let's start with an adulting win and an adulting fail shoot adulting win straight Dude, I'm up pretty aggressive with these that's these okay that's all right stop that. so if yeah. you're listening i'm just making the hand pistol out of my hand <laughs> okay calm Anyways, down he thinks he's a rapper moving on um yeah adulting win I don't know. I feel like I've I've grown up be, a lot since quarantine went down. Okay, I've grown up and I'm specific? recognizing. No, I feel like I've become a lot more um, self-aware, and I feel like I feel a lot more confident in myself because yeah. I've been given time to just. I think I don't know. I'm not this person usually, so just humor me for a second. But I feel like I'm doing a lot of like internal realization um, okay. as a 31 year old and a mother. And a partner um or yeah so that's my win um okay. my fail is that things are weird um kind of like in our personal life a little bit yeah a little things bit. are in a weird place yeah. and so we're just trying to like figure that fun stuff out which is always a good time but yeah, yeah i mean it is what it is and i think like again back to the whole quarantine thing and I'm sure a lot of people out there 
could possibly be on the same page. You just like thinking about things differently and really slowing your life down and looking at all the nitty gritties and the details that maybe you wouldn't have recognized when you were like doing your life and active and busy and socializing. And so, um, yeah, there's my win and fail. How about you? Okay, so I'm gonna take your negative okay. or your fail okay. and I'm gonna pivot that and I'm gonna turn that into a win. Oh, okay? fun, let's so hear it. So the reality is, is like maybe because got all this weird stuff going on we're you know confined we're with each other all day long um yada yada our lives are busy with geo whatever like we're struggling a little bit just like every couple does um but the the fail that you had again i'm gonna turn into a win even though it's been kind of weird and hard we we had a tough conversation that for the first time was like it felt like a real adult conversation about things that you know, weren't really under going there. Right. Yeah. Really under there, if you know what I mean. Where no, you I just sort of like dig deep and you say the things that we were like just really you just don't focus on very often. Yeah. 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 So, you know, as, as uncomfortable as that was and as uncomfortable as things are day to day right now when you're just like just not feeling each other, you know? I guess you could say that. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I was proud that we were able to do that because I feel like that's a, a step in the right direction. Um, yeah, I mean, our relationship in nine years, it's, sorry, I'm stepping on your, your, no, your take fail. It, take it away. No, I'm just saying, like, our relationship in nine years has progressed in a lot of ways. And I think the one way that it didn't progress in very quickly or as quickly is the way that we communicated. And yeah. when the stakes feel high, you either sort of like crumble or you rise to the occasion. And I feel like both of us chose to really just rise to the occasion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, I mean, stepping away again, it was uncomfortable, but it felt good to be able to have a conversation like that and like still know that you love each other, still know that you're, you're there for each other and, um, you know, hopefully take away a lot of positive from that. Yeah. Sorry, can I step on your fail again? Because I feel like if people are listening or watching, they're wondering what the heck we're even talking about. So I just want to like simplify what sure. we even discussed. Very, it's not very complicated at all. Basically, it's a matter of you feeling like, and we've talked about this, I think, on another episode, but it's a matter of you feeling like your love language or what makes you feel like you're loved, um, that need isn't being met. And mine is also feeling like it's not being met. And so there's just sort of like a coming to head where one has to, we have to both show up in new ways and really yeah. want to. And if we don't want to, then we don't show up. Yes, yeah, that's simplified pretty well. I think the challenge for us, and maybe we touched on this in that episode was, um, or is that we have different languages but for whatever reason, each of us need our part to be able to give the other person the part that they need. But without getting our part, it's hard to give that. So it's like, we both know what's there, but we're just having some trouble meeting in the middle. Does that sound yeah. about right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been, is that your fail too? What's your fail? Yeah, we're going to combine that. So that's the fail too. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Outside of that, Geo's been awesome. Life always. has been you know different and confined but yet still fairly awesome and, and cool and um you know a real positive a real win i think we can both agree on is that we're both very very good at co-parenting 
Yeah. Sorry, I don't want any hair to hit my AirPod. Because um, we're outside. Um, yeah, I think we're good at co-parenting and I think like we're able to focus on the adult things in life and not let emotions sort of take over when they maybe easily could have, at least for me, in the past. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's still challenging because we've just been in an awkward place and we both have our challenges with it, but I, I feel like I can wake up and start the day fresh and I can be in the right mindset and I feel like I have to pull or push or both or whatever to get you into a, a place where you're comfortable with well. So it's like, it feels like a lot from the second I wake up right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, no, I get it. It feels like a lot for me, too. Because <laughs> I, uh, I go to bed feeling weird and then wake up feeling weird. So, we're sharing a lot right now. Yeah, I didn't mean to, but that's just, you know what? It's okay. It's okay to be honest. Because whatever comes of this, it'll be out there in the world regardless. Yeah, I'm a pretty open book, and I, I'm okay with that, you know? So... It's been therapeutic, I think, to have this time to just like chat, divulge some information, sleep on it, yeah, revisit the I combo. Didn't, I didn't know that we were going to go there on this, but hey, here we are. We're both adults. So. <laughs> are you? Um, but no, we had a... Okay, so just to catch you up a little bit, we've been doing these Zoom calls for the show. Um, some really cool people have popped on and we chatted with, and this person in particular is someone that we've actually known for a while, yeah. who's known us as long as we've been together, oddly enough. Yeah. But I mean, like from a distance, you know, you have friends in your life where you, you don't really keep in touch, but you know that if you, you know, reached out or saw them, you could say, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah. So, so this is a friend of ours from the past. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, I had a lot of odds and ends kind of jobs at one point and one of them was working at Equinox um, in the kids club which is a gym and I met Autumn Calabrese there she was a new mom we hit it off we used to take you know workout classes together specifically a dance class that we just loved she's an actual dancer I am not um, and so she's had a tremendous amount of success since our days um, at Equinox so we reconnected recently it was just a few days ago actually um, and she told her story as to how she became, you know, the Autumn Calabrese she is, a beach body and such a familiar household name and, all, and a huge um, catalyst for why a lot of people are, are healthy and fit today. Yeah. What I think is interesting is that I think you're downplaying it a little bit. Like, this girl, she's, she's a hustler. She's, she has a, a young boy, he's 11 now, right? Uh, for the longest time she was training and she was an amazing trainer and worked with so many clients. Uh, all while like co-parenting and raising her son as well um, and then she she met some really good connections she got connected with beach we're gonna tell the full story obviously when we jump into the, the yeah, segment we'll tell them, but I'll, I'll tell it for her because I know it just as well anyways she created something that exploded she exploded yeah her but life her is story different. is cool yeah exactly that's what I was getting at yeah 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 so if you don't want to listen to the whole episode you can just basically take what Andrew said right now you're welcome and run with it um but but to, to actually tease you a little bit at the end of the episode I share where I'm sort of at mentally um with fitness who which I, I look at fitness like it's a person in my life but fitness was a huge part of my life throughout you know my whole upbringing and also just being pregnant and um since then things have changed so I get into that a little bit as well so you want to jump in take a break and, and talk to Autumn so this episode by the way if you're watching Autumn's um 
segment we filmed via Zoom, so you're gonna see us go from the backyard into our office um, shortly, and uh, we will see you at the very end. Ben? Go. Go. <laughs> More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, you guys, if you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fiends. That's right. It's super addicting in the best way, and I love it because it's casual. You can spend as much time playing or as little time playing as you want. Um, I also love a game with a story, and Best Fiends is that game. I like collecting all the characters and the fun puzzles. It's just a really good time. Oh, they're so cute. They're like these cute little bugs, and they're super colorful, and it's just a fun game that you can play anywhere the best thing about it you really don't even need wi-fi for this game so you can literally play it without wi-fi and right now wi-fi is uh, a little strapped if you ask me uh so okay engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters trust me with over a hundred million downloads this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play okay so downloads best fiends free on the apple app store or google play that's best friends without the r best fiends enjoy and now back to adulting like a mother father dude what is up what is up autumn oh my god it's so good to see you guys first of all wait did you have the baby yeah yeah, yeah. No, he's here he's alive and well <laughs> he now when did you have it he's i'll show you for hang on he's six months old um he's napping right now wait how how old is your son now there he is Oh so. my god! Um, my son's eleven. Wow. Yeah, he's like your little partner in crime, huh? Uh huh. Oh yeah. my gosh! He doesn't come running downstairs asking me for something right now. Oh, that's okay. That's just like, don't play Fortnite, mom. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, all the screen time you could ever want right now. Yeah, basically, it's so funny. Oh man! So first of all, how, how have you been? Good. Very busy. Yeah. Just moved literally like last week. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. That's a lot. So, how do you even move during Yeah, the I was going to say, how does that work? Because you, you would have yeah. a bunch of people helping you out, right? It's not easy. <laughs> it was not easy at all. Uh, I My ex-husband is my assistant. So okay. stop. I know, right? That's going to be the second episode of my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Wait, what's your podcast called? It's called uh, Let's Do Life. Okay, perfect. Oh. Yes. So, um, a lot of he and I packing, a lot of he and I moving stuff. Yeah. We did have um, two movers that helped us because they are the people that moved the woman from the house that I bought. So oh. I knew who they had been around for the last two weeks. And so they moved her, then they came and moved me. And then I was like, everybody get out of my house. And now we're like full, like everybody was masked and gloved and like yeah, walking yeah. around with like Lysol wipes behind everybody. <laughs> like, don't touch anything. <laughs> so, what a trip. That's crazy. Are you still in the Valley? Um, I'm in Hidden Hills. Oh, oh yay. We love Hidden Hills. Yes. Oh, so awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, well, it's been a long time since we've seen you, except we did run into you. At the Outstanding yes. Foods little event. Yes. Which we heard here, are you involved right now? I'm an investor with Pig Out. Nice. Yay! I thought so. That's awesome. I was supposed to record my video with them because you know how you guys did, like, you yes. did videos. 
but literally I was scheduled to do it and then everything hit. So we had to, okay. so I haven't had a chance to do my whole like PR thing with them yet. Oh, nice. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, but I love them. Yeah. Welcome to the family. Yeah. <laughs> were you, um, were you involved at the point where they were still doing the, the bacon chips? Like, uh, no, I think she came on with just... pork rinds. I came in with pork rinds. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Yeah. That's right up your alley. Cause it's like protein and yeah. you know, protein, yeah. yeah. Snack so cool. it's like fried chips. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I want to just go back a little bit because for the people listening, I think first of all, they probably are well aware of who you are, but we'll, we'll let you explain a little bit about what you do. But I think it's really cool to talk about the story of how we even can't come to be in each other's lives or yes. know each other, <laughs> um, which is such a trip. So real quick, um, we both worked at Equinox, right? Yes. Okay. You had just you had your son. Time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Got she it. had Make just had her, I think you were. Just... Dom was two when I started. Okay. Okay. That's what it was. Cause I remember thinking you were a new mom. You're so fit. We used to take dance class together. The time dance together. What yeah. a trip. And I worked in the kids club. Yes. And, um, I have to share a quick story that I think is very interesting and then you can segue into where you are today and your journey yeah. and how you got there. But I remember being in the parking lot of Equinox and you were talking about this new opportunity that you had on the rise with like some company and they were, you know, pitching you these ideas about your Tupperware and, and how you can segue into like the fitness space and become this big, you know, and now here you are and it just blows my mind that like it really all came into fruition because even prior to that i mean like remember when you were you were like a struggling single mom yeah i mean it's such a cool story to see you have so much success and you know now you're helping so many people and i would love for you to just talk a little bit about your journey um, it's been eight years since I signed on with Beachbody, but before that, yeah, I was a personal trainer and I had been personal trainer for, God, what was it? Eight, nine years already. Um, and you know, I was, Dom was two, his dad and I had just gotten divorced. So we were like 50, 50, both taking care of him, but I was working 14 hour days we had gone through the recession of 2008. So I had actually been doing all in-home personal training and then the recession hit and I lost a lot of my private clients. That's how I ended up at Equinox. I went there as a like needed to, to like supplement the income with my private clients with being at the gym. Um, and then obviously even being at Equinox that ended up taking off and uh, I, I, I mean, I was doing very well, but there's still only so many hours in a day so 14 hour workdays was quite exhausting with a two, three year old. Um, but yeah. How did, who was watching him at the time? Kent and I would sort of, we were doing it both on our own. Like it was the two of us. So it was like, we lived a mile from each other okay. after we got divorced. So it was like, if I had early morning clients, I would literally like put Dom in the car seat, drive him the mile over to his dad's and he would take him and Dom would go, you know, he'd stay asleep basically. And then I'd go see all my clients. And then Kent was working more like afternoon night shifts at the time. Um, so I would sort of finish clients, go get him from Kent, bring him to Equinox to the kids club. And he would be in the kids club for like three or four more hours while I would see clients. And then we'd go home We'd get ready, you know, do the whole nighttime routine and get up and, and do it all over again. We just sort of made it work. And then when he was 
three and a half, almost four, he went to preschool. He started going to preschool. Um, and one of us would take him to preschool. One of us would pick him up from preschool. And then we would alternate like, okay, if I have him this night, I won't take clients on this night. Or if you have him, then, you know, you won't work that night. So yeah. Yeah, it was the reality of a lot of working parents. Yeah, I think that's so cool because obviously our show is adulting like a mother, father, right? We talk about all things adulting, but what's so cool about that is it's so relatable. I think a big part of adulting at the end of the day is just making situations work. Managing it all. Yeah. Yeah, I think so often if you're not in it, you think like, how could that possibly work, right? Because you look at it from an outsider's perspective of like, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. How are we going to get back and forth? And it all just feels overwhelming. But once you're put in a situation, you have no choice but to survive. So you figure out how to survive. And that's just, you know, if that means you're working 14 hours a day, then that means you're working 14 hours a day. I look back on it now, and obviously I'm in a very different place. I'll talk about that in a second. And I still work like crazy. Don't get me wrong. Like I work like crazy, but I'm spoiled. Like when they ask me to be somewhere at like six or seven in the morning, I'm like, are you out of your mind? I paid my dues for 14 years. I was up at like three thirty and four in the morning. Like I don't want to get up this early anymore. All right, everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Uh, so listen, as parents, we want to encourage our children to pursue their dreams and provide opportunities that give them the best chance to succeed. As new parents, it's something that we talk about a lot. You know, Gio hasn't really shown real interest in anything yet, but when he does, we want to make sure that we carve out that time for him. And sometimes that means optimizing their routine, making it more flexible, more dynamic so that they have more time to focus on the things that they love. And that's why there's Laurel Springs. I'm very familiar with this program. I was homeschooled so that I could pursue acting and it really helped me balance my education with my workload. Yeah. The flexibility it provides is great for many kids, just like you, it's the perfect fit. Um, for parents, you guys will love this part the most. I think their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. So you can give them this amazing program and then they can go off and extend or further their education even more afterwards. Yeah, no, it's great. So register your child at laurelsprings.com slash adulting today and receive a waived registration fee. That's laurelsprings.com slash adulting for your waived registration fee. Just go to laurelsprings.com slash adulting. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Oh, yeah, I used to get up at 3.30 because I had, for years, I had a, I had a 5 a.m. private client in the Palisades. Oh, my gosh. Five days a week. So wow. I would have to leave my house by 4.15 to get to her. That's when I lived in Studio City. Mm-hmm. So it was like, yeah, I'd be up at 3.30. I'd be getting ready. God, when I first had Dom, it was like, okay, pump. So there was milk for him. Go run. Like, I am literally praising him That's just madness because we've, we've had the luxury of being able to both stay home since Gio was born. He's six months old now. I, because like, we felt the pressure of what that was, yeah. you know, just the idea of leaving felt so unfathomable. Um, yeah. yeah. I just think that story and a lot of people will relate to it. Like people like you, you're a superhero during that time. And I, and I mean that because it was challenging for us both at home. We were both hands on we had 24 hours a day with them, but like to have to do that plus everything else you do just to make ends meet and like make sure he has a good life is crazy. So hats off to you. Yes. 
Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a long journey, but it's been a fun journey, and it's it's super cool. I feel like that Dom has gotten to experience the journey yeah. because he was when I signed on with Beachbody, so I had created sort of like Danielle was saying, like this Tupperware that was based off of portion control, and mm-hmm. ended up selling it to Beachbody and staying on as the face, and that and eventually became Twenty One Day Fix, which launched almost seven years, well six six and a half years ago now, and um, ended up being way bigger than anybody ever anticipated. I think we all like had high hopes that it would do well, but <clears throat> it was the number one selling Beachbody product for multiple years in a row. It was the number one infomercial for 14 weeks straight, not even just for fitness infomercials, but like all infomercials for 14 what? weeks straight. Yeah. It yeah. stayed in the top 10 infomercials for, I think again, two years until infomercials sort of died off. It's still consistently in the top three programs on Beachbody On Demand. Oh my That's God. crazy. Yeah. What do you think? I'm, I'm really curious about this. What do you think it was about 21 Day Fix that made it so big? Like, what's the draw? What's the pull? The nutrition component's huge because mm-hmm. I think so many people struggle with nutrition, right? Nobody wants to diet. Like, nobody wants. And dieting's not fun. And mm-hmm. I don't believe in dieting. So I made sure when we, when we created it together that it was – some really basic principles, which was like portion control, right? We don't need like supersize and oversize everything. Balancing our macronutrients because so many people overeat on one thing and undereat on others. It's usually they're overeating on carbs and they're not getting enough of fruits or vegetables or some version of protein, be it plant-based or animal. Um, and then significantly reducing the amount of, of highly processed foods you're eating. So like the, the fake foods, right? But still saying, like, look, you can have alcohol, you can have dessert, like, but let's not have a bottle of wine every single night, or let's not eat the pan of brownies, you know, like, here's how you do it in moderation so that you don't feel deprived, you could still enjoy it, and you could still maintain a healthy weight. So I think that was a huge draw, and the rainbow containers just make it much easier. Like the portion control is nothing new. It's not like I'm the first person to talk about it. People have said like, you know, eat protein the size of your hand or eat carbs the size of a a baseball or things like that. But when you're sitting there trying to figure out carbs, you're like, what's the size of a baseball? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So just being like, oh, it's my red container. It's my yellow container and visualizing that it became a lot easier. And then pairing that with just 30 minute workouts Having my modifier in there, having a very relatable modifier in there. Um, my girlfriend Kat was the modifier. She was Kat from from Kat actually was in one of the videos. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had two cats. So there's Kat, my friend from Equinox, and then there's another Kat, the modifier. It's funny. Okay. I literally identify them too. It's like <laughs> even though we've been friends now for like eight years. Um, but she was when we filmed those workouts, she was 45 or 46, you know, she was not ripped. She had weight to lose. And that made it very relatable to so many people that had weight to lose that they didn't, they didn't feel like they were just watching a bunch of super shredded people work out and feeling like they didn't do it. So I think the combination 30 minutes modifier, the moves are not complicated. So, you know, like you can do a bicep curl, you can do a squat and then having this nutrition that you could follow when you put them together, the weight starts falling off really quickly if you have weight to lose, and that's motivating. So people would start it, and in that first week, they were like, oh my gosh, I lost three pounds, I lost four pounds, I lost five pounds. Let me go for another week. And then it only being that 21 days, it's like it's very 
bite size, pun mm-hmm. intended, like I can do it for 21 days. And then they see where it gets them in 21 days. And they're like, I can do another 21 days. And I have people that have been doing it for literally like seven years. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Because it's a lifestyle. It's actually something you can do and, and, yeah. and it can be sustainable because you're yeah. not like cutting so much out of your life. You're just modifying. Right. Yes. Listen, I did yeah. that. You watched me train for competition. Oh my gosh, did I? Miserable. Like you were the most fit human being. I've never seen such discipline. I yeah, hats off to you again. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. It, it looks like fun. You think it's fun, but you're like, yeah, it's fun for that five seconds when you're on stage, but six months up to that, you're just like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. It was going around for a little while. Like I remember Kat did <laughs> it as go. well. And I just would watch you guys and I would get on my treadmill and just walk for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ah, <laughs> no, no, I wish, I wish I had the stamina and like the, I guess, discipline. It was so cool. So inspiring. It still is so inspiring. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I, I heard you say that, like you never expected it to be what it was, right? But back when your personal training, walk me through like what your vision for the future looks like. Did you ever feel like you'd be doing something outside of that or more than like did you have that vision it's really funny to say this because I think people think I'm crazy but I have known my whole life like I have known since I was five years old that I was supposed to do something really big and impactful like if you ask my family I was six years old in Ohio talking about how I was going to move to Los Angeles like I always wanted to be here Obviously, like back then I was a dancer and I always said like, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be a dancer. Like that's what I wanted to do. And my path did not ultimately lead me in that direction because of injuries I sustained in college with my back and dancing and things like that. But it did actually lead me to another passion. So dance is my first passion, but fitness is right there next to it. So even when I started in the fitness industry, I remember my very first interview with the first company I ever worked for after I was certified as a personal trainer. Mind you, I had no idea who Beachbody was in terms of like really what they did. I knew they put out fitness DVDs. I had bought P90X off the infomercial, but I didn't really know the company. And I was sitting in my first interview with this woman and she asked me like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I said to her, I was like, I want to be traveling all around the country, putting on like big events and helping people understand fitness and nutrition and understand it as a family. Like everything I said ended up being what I get to do now with Beachbody. So I never knew that it was supposed to be with Beachbody or that that's where it was going to end up. But I always had like the, the ultimate goal, the vision, the path. And there were a million doors shut in my face along the way. And a million times I thought about stopping, but it was like, there's nothing else I want to do. So why would I stop? Yeah. I love that. Is there a moment along this journey where like, whether it's like something physical came to you or like you were able to buy something like, is there a moment along the journey that made you feel like, like I've made it, I made it. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, it's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. 
Yeah, it was the day I got the contract from Beachbody. Oh, I bet. Because, <laughs> well, so here's the thing. So I had my meeting with Beachbody in January of mm-hmm. 2013. And I, you know, you leave that meeting and you never know. Like I sat across a, a huge, what felt like the biggest conference table of my life from the CEO with him explaining it and being like, okay, if we're interested, we'll buy it. And this is how it'll go. And da, 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 da. And it wasn't even a very long meeting. And I left there sort of like, did they like me? Like, is this going to happen or not? And days went by and weeks went by and a month went by and two months went by. And I was like checking my email like 700 times a day and it actually got to the point where, because I was up for something else. Not many people know this, but um, Women's Health Magazine has a contest they do every year for like new trainer of the year. Mm-hmm. And I had submitted for that and I had made it to the finals and they were, they had just notified me. I had been, made it to the finals and if I accepted, I was going to be flown to New York for a photo shoot and like record a video, da, da, da. But I knew if I took that, that I wouldn't be able to take Beachbody if they came through. And so I sent like one last email to Beachbody, like checking in, like, hey, just checking in, anything you need from me, blah, blah, blah. And um, they were like, no, sorry, it's been so long. Like, we're still very interested. And um, I had to make the decision on a Monday morning. It was Friday night at 10 o'clock at night. My phone dinged and I opened it up and it was the email with my contract. I just got the chills. And, um, and I remember reading the contract because I didn't know what it was going to be and just seeing like what they were going to pay me as like sort of upfront money to go into development. Like I remember calling my dad and if it was 10 o'clock here, it was one o'clock in the morning because he was in Ohio and I called him. So he answers the phone like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm crying because I'm like so happy. So he answers the phone at one o'clock in the morning with me crying. He thinks like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And I said to him and I, and he said, what's wrong? And I said, nothing for the first time. Nothing's wrong. Like Aww. we're going to, I know I still cry about it. I was like, we're going to be okay. And so cool. that was the moment. It was like, it wasn't about the material things or anything. It was seeing that number on a piece of paper and yeah. knowing like, I wasn't going to struggle to make the payment for Dominic's preschool anymore. Yeah. Like, I could maybe not work 14 hours a day, but work 10 hours a day. So all the material things along the way, buying the nice house, buying the nice shoes have been amazing. But the most amazing thing is just knowing that like, he's okay. He's taken care of and, and I can be here for him. And we've had struggles along the way. He has to be homeschooled and things like that. And, um, cause he travels with you. He travels with me, but that's not why he's homeschooled. He was at um, he was at a private school. He has an auditory processing disorder. He was diagnosed at the end of third grade, where he struggles with his numbers and his letters. Uh, his brain doesn't form like if you say the girl's wearing a blue dress. His mind doesn't make the picture of a girl wearing a blue dress. He needs to see a picture of a girl in a blue dress while he reads that to remember it. Basically, okay. so he needs to learn in a much more interactive way. That's the bottom line. It's not that he can't learn. He just has to learn it. He has to be taught in a different way. And we didn't catch it till the end of third grade. We tried to keep him at the school. By the start of fifth grade, he was just really behind. And so we had to make the decision to homeschool him. And that's not cheap. Okay. Uh, and it's, you know, it requires him being here. And it requires a parent or guardian being home. The teacher's not allowed to be at the house 
without another, without a parent or guardian there. So having his dad be my assistant allows one of us to always be there and having him get homeschooled just this last year, like he's completely caught up. He's back to grade level. And even that's been really fun to see, but that would not have been possible. And I understand, like, I think about how blessed I am for blessed, but also like worked my ass off for it. Part of my language, because yeah. not everybody can help their, their child like that. So things like that are really what make it like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is why I keep going. Like when people see me running around like a maniac and they're like, why do you keep taking on projects? And I'm like, I love it. But it also, you know, this is what provides for what like, I'm not going to stop. And it's what got you to where you are. So it's like, you don't want, it's almost like, and I don't know if you relate to this, but it's like, you almost can't shake that because there's always an underlying, no, but there's still like an underlying fear that at some point, yeah, it can go away. away. Yeah. 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 Because when you don't necessarily come from that sort of privilege, you always feel like you look around and you see your family or you see someone struggling and you know that like, yeah, it's a real thing. Not only that, I think you have the mindset that like, there's always somebody else that's going to be working harder or there's somebody else that can take it away from you. So you're just grinding, grinding, grinding. Yeah. Yeah. You said so much in there that is just really powerful and inspiring for sure. I mean, this is, this is kind of just a silly story, but I remember at one point, I think you were selling like a mattress or you had an extra mat, something along those lines. And like, you would ask to to get this mattress for your son. Yes. I mean, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yes. It was like almost like not a futon, but it was almost like, yeah. So, uh, Autumn, we're going to need that mattress back. (laughs) You probably don't need it anymore. (laughs) It's growing really fast. (laughs) No, it's just so cool. You know, like really good things happen to people who not only work hard, but do deserve it, you know, and it's not always that way, but it's cool to see it happen to someone who I think genuinely really cares about what they're doing and helping others. And, you know, that's unique. Yeah. I just think it's so cool. We're so happy for you. Like, yeah. It's been amazing to see your journey from far. I know we haven't been like close in touch or anything like that, but. But now we're in the same outstanding foods family. Well, there you go. <laughs> outstanding food family. I think we have a podcast family. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So, so tell me a little bit about, you know, what you see your listener or what do you think like your podcast is going to evolve into? Because I know that like virtually you can help so many people, especially during these times, right? Like I'm sure you have a number of ways that you're able to help people, but with your podcast, like what made you want to jump on that bandwagon? It's so funny. My brand manager and I have been talking about a podcast for probably two years. Actually, she's been hounding me about a podcast for two years. And I kept saying, I was like, Tony, there's no time. Like I legit have no time to do this. And like, I would want to do it, And then I'd get so overwhelmed and stressed out at the thought of doing it because I was like, you guys, I am not technology literate at all. I was like, I don't know how to do it. Like, I don't know where to start. And she was like, what if I, you know, get you with one of the big podcast companies, then would you feel more comfortable? And I was like, look, if all I have to do is hit record and talk, yes. So that's when we teamed up with podcast one and they've been absolutely amazing to work with so far, like making it so seamless. And I was really particular when I was thinking about sort of the name and what I wanted it to be, because I wanted to be able to talk about everything and anything yeah. Because when it comes to health and when it comes to fitness and nutrition, like 
everything's connected, right? Like your stress level is connected to how you eat and, and whether or not you're exercising is connected to your happy hormones and all that stuff. So it's all intertwined. And I wanted to be able to speak about all of that. And I also wanted to be able to share sort of the ups and downs of my own personal life and my own journey, because you can look at somebody like me and where I'm at now. And if you don't know me from before, you could think like, oh, well, her life's easy or, or of course she's fit if you don't know struggles and injuries and things that I've overcome. So I wanted to make sure that like the podcast, I could have anybody on that I wanted to, and we could talk about anything that we wanted to. So that's why we ended up, I ended up with the let's do life with Autumn Calabrese because it's really just about how do we do this thing called life? Like, how do we do all sides of it? How do we do the parenting side of it? How do we do the working side of it? How do we do the health and the fitness and the self-care? And, and how do we do the fun? Like, what's the fun of it? Like, I wanted to be able to, to talk about all of that so that people don't think that I'm like a robot that's yeah. like, out, eat kale, you know. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, I so understand that. And I, I love when people share more about themselves, especially when they are such a public figure and you do think you know so much about that person. You think they have it all wrapped up in a pretty bow. Um, I have a question for you because it made me think about where sort of I'm at right now. And I just felt like I would pick your brain a little bit. So I'm sure, you know, like I've, I've worked out my whole life. I've always been a gym rat. I've always found myself in a gym, grew up in a gym because my mom just worked out all the time. It's in my family. It's in my blood. Ever since having geo, I like lost, I lost my interest in it a little bit and I'm struggling with that like mentally and a little bit like emotionally and obviously physically too, just because it's a lot on your body to not only carry a child, but also just physically carry a child after they're born. So I just like almost want to just pick your brains. I know like you're a mom, you've been there, you've done that. You, I don't know that you snapped back maybe as fast as most people think you did, but you certainly looked quite fit when I knew you fairly recent after having a baby. And I just feel like I'm struggling with like the, the passion for it. And it was such a big part of my life. So, okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. I'll be personal. You don't have to answer. No, no. Yes. Okay. So, I have, by the way, I have a specialty in pre and postnatal fitness. So, I'm okay. asking questions that I, I've studied. Oh, perfect. So, so, part of the thing is when you, when you continue to breastfeed, so sort of those, some of those pregnancy hormones are actually still in your body because you have to produce milk. So you could actually still be experiencing, not, not full on postpartum, but you could still be experiencing a little bit of that because your hormones are not back a hundred percent to what they were not having had just carried a baby, if that makes sense. So it could be part of that. The, another part of it is just that you love this little guy so much that you just want to spend time with him, right? Like everything else just fails in comparison to like, why would I go do that when I could stare at this little thing or hold this little thing or play with him? You know, like you just want to spend all your time with him. So it's actually really normal. I will tell you this. When I had Dominic, okay, one, I'm super duper competitive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm insanely competitive. And I remember like reading in tabloids, obviously all through my pregnancy, you know, you always hear about celebrities and how fast they have yeah. the baby weight. And so my competitive side kicked in and I was like, well, if they can do it in, in three or four months, like there's no reason I can't like I'm in the fitness industry. I have a specialty in pre and postnatal fitness. 
Um, and then I ended up having to have a C-section with him. So I couldn't go back to exercising right away. And that was super frustrating. So I focused a lot more on my nutrition and what I was eating to fuel my body. And then because I couldn't dive right back into exercising because I had to heal, I just started taking him on walks. Mm-hmm. I had him at, look, we're lucky. We live in California. We usually have pretty good weather. I would put him in the stroller and we would go on two, three mile walks a day, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Now, mind you, I wasn't in my mind thinking like I'm taking him on a three mile walk. I was thinking I have to get out of this house before I lose my mind. <laughs> like I love him and I love being with him. I was in a tiny little apartment. Like I needed to do something. So I would put him in the stroller and I would like grab my cell phone and I would just walk and I would call my sister or my mom or my dad or a friend and I would just talk. And before I knew it, it was like this loop sort of thing that I did. I, I measured, like I tracked it one day and I was like, oh, it was three miles. And then I would do the same thing in the afternoon because again, I was bored. Yeah. Like I just needed to go. And I did lose all of the weight I gained with him and I gained almost 40 pounds and I lost it in three months and four days. Like my oh, wow. goal for myself was four months. Okay. Okay. But I was really watching what I ate. I was taking him on our two walks a day. And it wasn't until almost two and a half months in that I could even start to really exercise. Mm -hmm. But that's, I started doing a lot at home. Like I started doing all the little things that you would hear people do. Like if he was down doing tummy time, I would hold a plank over him. and just I'm starting to do that kind of thing. And I do, it will come back. It will. Yeah. I think the key is the breastfeeding thing because I mentioned something in a mommy group recently because I was like, man, I just feel cooped up, especially right now. I was like, I want to get back into running because it was a big part of like my life. (laughs) Visitor. Uh, (laughs) Oh man. But I was asking my moms, I said, it is so hard for me to get used to like the weight on my chest right now. And obviously it fluctuates throughout like the day with feedings and stuff. So it's like, I don't even feel comfortable like physically running. And it's a shame because, you know, that would be such a quick like release of energy and would help my endorphins, I'm sure a lot. So I think I'm just still struggling, like you said, like finding that balance and like motivating myself. And part of it is, you know, is learning the timing of it. So because obviously when you're breastfeeding and yes, if you're full, like that is uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. I would wear two sports bras, but I would thing I would plan things around like we had this whole morning routine so it was like get up you know I would eat he would eat I would change his diaper and then I was like that's when I knew I had my window I had about a good hour so that's when he would go in the stroller and we'd go for the walk because I was like okay I know I'm gonna do something because even the walking would get my endorphins going yeah for sure so it might just be that you know you got to start really slow so often moms are so quick we want, we want our old bodies back, right? We want to be old cells. And we forget like for a whole year, practically, we grew a person inside of us. And now we have to take care of this person and they're taking our energy because they don't always sleep through the night and you're producing milk. And so it's not about you anymore, right? It's about them. And we get caught up in this, like a little bit of a loss of identity of where do I start and the baby or where do, you know, the baby end and I begin kind of thing. And so just finding those little moments and knowing it's okay to have those moments. Like it's okay. It's not selfish. It's really good for you. It's good for him for you to have those moments to be like, we're going to go for a walk or like, 
I'm just going to do 10 minutes of exercising at home. Like maybe you've got some dumbbells at home and you're just going to lift some weights. You're not going to do a full 30 minute workout. It will, it will come back. It it came back a little bit like pre quarantine because I was going to like classes because those are just so much fun. Yeah. Um, It's just great for my mood. But then of course, like when you get quarantined, it's almost like the first two months of having a baby. It's like, you don't leave. You're just home with him, taking care of him and attending to him. And so I haven't made that same time that I would have prior to it. And I also had a C-section. So I was like, for the first like eight weeks, I was like, I want to work out. I want to work out. Like, that's all I want to do. And then finally, when I got the go, I was like, perfect, let's go. And then I realized, oh, this is, this feels so different in my body. It Mm -hmm. feels so different. So I think, like you said, I just, I think I just have to give myself a little bit more grace and maybe a little bit more time. But I think now that I'm able to like admit it out loud that I'm having a struggle, it's helping me to like motivate myself again, just because I'm like, okay, enough's enough. I love that you're admitting it though, because it's so important for any mom out there, right? To say it, because again, we get caught up in that, like, well, what I see is they're, they're doing it and they're perfect. And that means there's something wrong with me if I'm not doing it. And it's like, no, there's, there's good days. There's bad days. We all have it. And especially as a new mom, there's no right time or right answer. It's just what feels good. And you, it's there. Like, it is there. The fact that it's bugging you that it's not there tells me it's actually there. Yeah. It's yeah. just a matter of finding your way to it. She went deep there. I know. I know. We just had this conversation because he thinks I, I need to get a little bit more active just for mental sake. And so I feel like I've been like, yeah, pushing it down, thinking like it's not important. He's more important. But in reality, I want to be okay with making that time again. So I appreciate you giving me permission. <laughs> Listen, you got an amazing daddy right there. He can have 30 minutes with him. Oh, yeah. And then you guys can flip-flop, and it can be like he can have his workout time. And oh, no. He's 100%. great. He's so about that. You always, like, ask me, like, go work out, and he gives me the time and all that, and I'm just – I'm being resistant because I think – I know it's going to be a little bit of an uphill battle. And I know that if I just got one workout in, it would be that much easier to do the next and the one after that. But it's just because I hadn't done that the first one that I'm just so resistant. Like, oh, it's not important. It's fine. That's the other thing. It's so easy, right? When you're like, oh, well, I just had the baby and I don't feel it because we know it is going to be that uphill battle. So you're like, I'm going to put it off. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Things where you got to just like rip the band off. Yeah, I know. And then it's I know. Oh, thank you. Okay, that felt good. I almost like it's so funny. It's like I'm so um like in the moment. I'm like, oh, okay, today I'm working out. That's what's happening. So I have to be patient with myself and know that it's it may not happen overnight, but over time it'll become a part of my life again. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be every day. It could be like yeah. once or twice a week to start, and then yeah, it'll start to feel good, and you'll be like, oh, all of a sudden I'm doing it every day, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. No, you're so right. You're so right. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. What's up, LaCroix boys and girls? I know that you already know, but we're going to tell you anyways, okay? LaCroix sparkling water delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. Yep, there are 27 LaCroix flavors, and the newest additions to the family are Limoncello and Pastique. With European finesse and unique flavor innovation, these two new flavors, Limoncello and Pastique, are joining the LaCroix family of deliciousness. And guess what? Mm -hmm. LaCroix 
Joy Sparkling Waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, and non-GMO, Whole30 approved, and environmentally friendly. LaCroix cans are sustainable and recyclable, and they're the first on the market to be produced without BPA liner. I love that. Uh, LaCroix Sparkling Water is available nationwide. So for a full list of retailers, just visit LaCroixWater.com. And uh, for more information, you could join the LaCroix community on social at LaCroix Water. And now back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. Oh, Autumn. What is his name? Gio. 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 Okay. Gio is the cutest. Hi, Papa. He's Hi. in his pajamas. <laughs> what else would you be in during COVID? I know, right? With those cheeks. Oh my Who god. Who is that? He's seeing so many faces on this damn screen. It's a trip for him, I bet. But I mean, he doesn't know any better. Six months in, and he's like, "Oh, a computer. Yeah, no big deal." Yeah, they, they honestly like. I got the most. I got the most random thing. I got a really high-end mic delivered to my house. Yeah, but not from podcast. Like podcast had already sent me my equipment. This uh-huh. is something, some. I don't know if somebody sent me a gift or something. And my son sees it, and he's like, "Is this for me for gaming?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no." Yeah, he is literally. Re- itching to rip the box open and he like he wants to be a youtube star <gasps> oh he's on he does all the things wait he-, he has an instagram and a tiktok he does that's hysterical no i'm not surprised but it's it's like in their dna i was just telling andrew the other day i said our kids will now hear influencer and automatically assume that person's rich like yes. whereas we would be like, oh, they're a CEO. Wow, what an accomplishment! Now you hear influencer, and it's like, oh, they must be. They must have a beautiful home. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. So weird. Speaking of TikTok, are you TikToking? No, listen, I have a TikTok account. I Tony's think- on your butt. I bet you. <laughs> She's tried a few times. Here's the thing. I said because one of my best friends is a dancer. Like she actually was one of Britney Spears' dancers for like five years. Oh my god. And she's she's a few years older than I am and she just started TikTok and she's like she was super resistant and now she's like oh my god I love it because I get to dance and I was like yeah TikTok is just for people who dance and who are really funny and yep. I was like I'm not really funny and I don't have time to learn these dances because no, I know. tutorial of like <laughs> and she's like you gotta do it you gotta do it and I'm like girl I got 700 projects going on right now send me a breakdown and maybe I'll learn a TikTok dance I feel you on that. It's so weird yeah. how we feel the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys on- it's fun? I mean, it's, it's addicting to go through. That's for sure. It's fun yeah. to watch. It's fun to watch. And like you, you know, like we used to take dance classes. It's literally that it's just on steroids. So you just scroll and there's so many fun and so many talented people. My gosh. I'm like, yeah. I can't play. I'll try. And then I'm like, no, I can't play. I'm right. not. I'm 30. I'm in my thirties. We're, we're good. I'm like, oh no. We're <laughs> We're past, this, we're past this like I don't like I really yeah. need to learn the dance to look ah. doing it or I'm gonna embarrass myself yeah. I don't yeah. people are like laughing at like I yeah. want I want to be like oh that was awesome yeah no and there's a new style that's happening I don't know if you're aware of it but it's like this like slow sharp like weird like roly-poly but like snap I don't know what I you call this, it describes it perfectly yeah, I, I totally actually I know exactly what you mean and yes I'm like, what are these people doing? And it's like so nonchalant. Like, I don't know. Oh, the whole generation is like no, no F's given. Yeah, no F's given. 
None. No, they just get up and they do it. And I'm like, how many hours does that take you to learn? Oh, I know. And no one's going to tell you. They're just going to be like, oh. oh. I'll tell you, we've tried to do a couple and it's <laughs> taken me like at least an hour to learn. <laughs> but the competitive side in you will, will thrive. Oh, if I just had time, but I don't I know. Look, okay. is, is that my son does it. He oh, watches sure. the videos. No, cracks me up because like, he doesn't take dance class or anything. Yeah. And he'll, all of a sudden he'll be like, doing the moves and I'm watching and I'm like, he's doing it. He's got it. And he'll be like, mom, I'm struggling with this one part. And he'll like show it to me. And I'm like, okay, here's how you do it. Like I can break the move one move down. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I like happened to go on Instagram and he's posted the video of him doing it. And I'm like, oh, oh shut up. You, you really learned it. <laughs> it's in their genetics. I swear. It's like the, the older, like the more kids that come, whatever their like thumbs are going to be like made to like scroll and do crazy yes. things. And I mean, it's like a whole new world. We're carpal tunnel and they're just like, oh, I know, yep. I know. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of lack of time, what do you yeah. have going on that you want to share with our audience? You know what? Here's the thing. I mean, we don't have time really, but <laughs> give us a quick stop. I have several things going on. I bet. I'm not allowed to announce oh, it. Oh, that's okay. Is there something that people can jump on the bandwagon now? Yes. The podcast. So okay. podcast, Let's Do Life with Autumn Calabrese will actually launch, I believe, I believe our launch date is April 20th as of right now. That's what we're aiming for. So for sure, the podcast. And then stay tuned on social because there are announcements coming in the next hey. month. Um, and they're real fun. <laughs> What's that? I said dropping a TikTok account. Work out with Autumn <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> That'll be my next big one. But yeah. right now, the yeah. podcast actually is the biggest thing I'm focused on. So, so that's a big one. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to do this with us. Oh my God. My pleasure. It's so good to see you guys. And Gio, you too. Bye. You too, buddy. Say yeah. Bye-bye. Stay safe. Stay you healthy. Too. We'll talk soon. Okay. Cool. See you, Autumn. Bye. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more Adulting Like a Mother Father. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese, and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite, and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm curious what you think of this video version, if you are tuning in via video on YouTube. Um, if not, thank you for listening. It means a lot to us. Uh, hope you're staying home and healthy. And uh, Gio, do you have anything to say? Bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> He's got nothing. If you're watching, you can see he uh, doesn't miss a meal. Nope, and he's got sleep in his eye, and it's all the things. Um, but we love you guys, and we appreciate your support. And although we can't see you, um, we know that you're there, and we really value every single one of our listeners and followers on Instagram and viewers on YouTube. We love you, and stay safe, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>